one, everybody. Here to do a podcast about the passing of Richard Donner and my feelings on it and everything. And I know it's a, a it's a, it's, it's a, basically a couple of days late. Uh, and honestly, it was just because I, I didn't really know what to say or how to feel you know we have we've already lost quite a few legends this year and even in the last few years you know we've lost so many people and you know um i absolutely was a film fan that was touched by the work of donner and what he did and you know I've been honest on the podcast and I'll say it right now like as of right now I'm you know I'm not a fan of his you know Superman uh, outings you know um, but that doesn't mean I don't understand their importance in film history and that doesn't take anything away from those movies at all they just don't quite do it for me I tried rewatching Superman just a few months ago and I got about halfway through before I was like you know I'm just gonna go to bed I'm just gonna go to bed um you know as I've talked about before you know with Superman like I'm not into the whole boy scout version of Superman you know like like that whole thing whether it's in comic book form or cartoon or live action has just never really done it for me um that doesn't mean the movies won't find themselves in my collection one day um because I do want them to be able to show my kids one day if you know god willing I I have them and things like that but you know uh they're just they're just not for me but that being said there are other movies of his that 100% um are staples of my childhood and mean a lot to me um I think the three movies that really hit me of his is number one, The Goonies. Uh, number two, uh, Maverick. And number three would definitely be Lady Hawk. Those are the movies that really hit me. You know, I enjoy Scrooged. I love the Lethal, lethal Weapon movies. But if you want to talk about the movies that left an impact on me, I can... Not the same, but akin to how Superman resonated with a lot of other people. Goonies would be that movie for me. Goonies was the movie that I grew up with. You know, I mean, I remember being a young kid. And I forget if it was TNT or TBS Superstation, for those of you that knows those those channels on cable. But, um, and sometimes it would be one-on-one and one-on-the-other station, but... I remember very frequently when I was a kid growing up for for years, you know, there were weekends where Hook would come on and then Goonies would come on or Goonies would come on and then Spielberg's Hook. It's like both of these like family oriented, like pirate adventure movies back to back, you know. And so, you know, I, I, to me, that is like a perfect double feature for me, just because I've always watched those movies together growing up. It's like, the second I'm finished watching Goonies or Hook, I want to watch the other one, you know? Um, and so I've watched Goonies a lot 
growing up, you know. Um, and it's also one of those th- movies where, you know, one of the things I was thinking about yesterday was, you know, the question came up in my mind of, well, you know, for a movie that I grew up on so much and watched on cable so much growing up, why don't I give Goonies the same credit that I give Hook? And I don't know, you know, like, you know, you guys that hear me talk about, you know, Spielberg's Hook all the time, and sure, a lot of that is to do, like, because I'm such a huge fan of the Peter Pan stories specifically, you know, I've always said, like, if we, if you, as far as classic literature goes, Peter Pan is my all-time favorite story, period, end of discussion, more than any other classic, you know, more than, like, Oliver Twist or Alice in Wonderland or any of those, like, classic stories, you know, for me, Peter Pan is my story, and so I love Hook, I love the, 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 the take on it, and, you know, Dustin Hoffman and Robert Williams, but I also love the Goonies, you know, like, I mean, you know, Hey You Guys is something that me and my friends growing up would say all the time, and I, I still say that, you know, when I'm, you know, fooling around and talking to friends, and, you know, Goonies references come up all the time, you know, I mean, some of the scenes from the movie that come up in my mind most often when I think of Goonies is like the organ scene or the bucket scene or the uh the truffle shuffle scene you know I mean there are so many moments in Goonies that just are iconic movie moments and is just so well done but then you have you know you know one genre of film that I'm very tough on is westerns because I'm not a big John Wayne fan like you know I'm not I don't like all of his western movies and and I don't like all of Clint Eastwood's you know westerns either I'm not into that whole thing although strangely though I am a big fan of the Bonanza TV show I don't know my brain's weird I like what I like I don't like what I don't like but I love Tombstone as a Western, and I, I love, you know, 310 to Yuma, Christian Bale, and also Crow, a newer one. But, man, Maverick is one of my favorite Mel Gibson movies. It might be in my top five favorite Mel Gibson movies. For sure top ten. Maybe top five. I love Maverick. I think the comedy in it, the action in it, it's just a fun western adventure and it just hit all the right levels for me you know it's just it's just one of those movies that it is one of those movies where I don't I I will be 100% honest I usually don't want I don't know the last time that I've watched cable honestly like I don't watch cable I watch YouTube I watch streaming services I don't really watch cable but if I am at somebody's house or something and we're flipping through cable and Maverick is on, that is something I will put on, you know? That is a movie that's worth putting on in the background and, and watching and having a good time. It's one that I need to add to my collection, which I don't. Westerns is definitely something that my collection is in lack of. Just a fun film. But, but then you have Lady Hawk, you know? Like, you know, to me... Lady Hawk is just a few degrees separated from Labyrinth. What I 
you know, David Bowie aside, the things that I love about Labyrinth, you know, are the things that I love about Ladyhawk. It's just a fun 80s fantasy film, you know, the special effects aren't great doesn't completely hold up but man it's such a fun movie and you know if you grew up on it at all and and I do admit that I caught it kind of later in my childhood but man like you know I I really appreciated that movie for what it is and you know and it definitely is in my top three Donner films and but then you talk about his like producing work and the fact that you know he produced you know the first X-Men movie and and if it wasn't for him we wouldn't have you know the X-Men movies and and, and things like that him and his wife and you know the Donners have been such a huge staple in the film industry and you know, I mean, even movies, you know, like, Scrooge is another movie, you know, I mean, I used to watch that movie a lot around the holidays, you know, Bill Murray, you know, that's a fun movie, I mean, Donner has so many good movies under his belt, the one movie I have not seen, and I need to, because I love the remake, is I haven't seen the original The Omen, and I need to remedy that, um, but, um, yeah, you know, like, it's tough when somebody at Richard Donner's level passes away, you know, because, you know, without him, without um, the choices that he's made in his career, you know, um, we probably wouldn't have a lot of the things that we have, you know, uh, today. In fact, you know that 100% because without Superman the movie, we wouldn't have Batman 89. And without both of those movies, we wouldn't have Blade or X-Men or Spider-Man, you know, by Sam Raimi, you know. And without any of those movies, we wouldn't have the MCU. And you just see the the trickle-down effect of it all. And... um, you know, and it is like I've seen a couple other people say, you know, it's not one of those things where it's like, and I think that's also another reason why I've been hesitant to make a podcast because it's like, I can't be, I'm sad that someone passed away, especially someone like Donner, but I can't be heartbroken and I'm not coming on here crying because he was 91. And, you know, I mean, my grandmother will be, if she makes it, at the end of the month, my grandmother will be 95 years old. Once you get into your 90s, you've lived a full life, you know? Like, you know, and he was lucky enough to be one to have lived a super full life and absolutely leave his mark on this world. And I think we're all the better for it, you know? So this is my way of saying rest in peace, Sir Richard Donner, uh, thank you for your for your stamp on cinema and TV as well, and all the things that you've produced over the years and and things like that. And um, 
yeah, that's all I got to really, got, that's all I got to say, you know, um, what are, what is your favorite Richard Donner film or project, and, um, how, how did you take the news of such an icon passing away? Uh, thank you for listening, and, uh, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.